everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hobby and Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the plains, Danny, how are you, man? Dude, it is so nice today. Like, until recently, it was still, like, in the 70s with a high of 90. Mm-hmm. And by midweek, it's going to be 108. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Or, like, a week straight, pretty much, of... It's like we haven't really – we've only had a couple over 100-degree degree days the whole summer, and I guess the the earth has, like, figured out that it's like, shit, we're behind schedule. <laughs> we need to pack in as many of those 100-degree days as we can before summer's over. I just want to remind you that summer is not officially over yet. Here's 108 multiple days. Yes, yes you have – we have basically another month until summer <laughs> ends like calendar wise but season wise weather wise we have like another two months before summer yeah. ends <laughs> oh man so you know we missed last week because you were off gallivanting the p and dub as the cool kids say oh god that's <laughs> <laughs> the kids that i hang out with i think that but then come to think of it i don't really i've never really hung out with cool kids until like without being assigned by a teacher yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, I was uh, with my people, just, you know, guys with uh, beards and glasses. <laughs> yeah. The land of Sean. But uh, we went out, you know, to, to lunch, mm-hmm. my wife and I. And as we were going, because we went, we were able to go earlier than we normally do, because, you know, lack of podcast. Mm-hmm. As we're walking out to the car, she's like, oh, it's so nice that you didn't have to do a podcast today. <laughs> And I'm like, so is that your subtle, passive-aggressive, wifey way of saying you don't want me to do the podcast anymore? That, like, you're done with me doing it? Like, <laughs> it was cute and fun for a while, but now that now you're now you're over it? Right. <laughs> and immediately she was like, no, no, I was just saying that, like, it was just nice that it, you had a week off and that we could go and do hang out and do stuff together. And, and I'm like, all right, because... <laughs> I was, you know, I always hear people talk about, you know, their podcast and I always bring up at some point. They're like, yeah, my wife was super supportive. Was. 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 Now she's she's like, she, she's like, I think she thought this was just a, a phase. gimmick, a phase that I would go away after a little while. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking um, this week, though, remember when we used to record like midweek? Did we? Because I know, I know for a while we used to record on Thursdays because there's the untapped badge for New Beer New Beer Thursday, which mm. the guy that basically made the, hosted the co-hosted the YouTube show called New Beer Thursday. Yeah. Um, where they got the badge, stole the name for the badge from. Uh, also hosts a beer podcast called The Four Brewers, mm. based out here. Like the one, the dude that that dude lives out in like Moval somewhere. Another dude lives in Fontana. So, but anyways. Yeah, I was just thinking it was like, cause I was like, man, because we recorded on Thursday for a while, then we recorded right. on Friday, Wednesdays, right. I think, for a little bit. Like, we recorded just <laughs> random days, and then whenever we could before you got at the maybe, uh, more important at your job. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is right. That is right. Yeah, because we started, and I, I was uh, working a goofy schedule. And then I got moved over to that other shift. <laughs> yeah, it's, you work like Sunday through like Tuesday. Yeah. And every other Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, so it worked. Thursday's work because you would just get home from work and we'd just do it. Just do yes. it. 
We just did it. Fucking God damn it. Work. It's okay to get drunk. <laughs> Who cares if it's like, you know, early. But I guess I have no excuse now. It's even earlier and I didn't work a full day. I just woke up and had breakfast. <laughs> so speaking of drinking, Sean, what are you drinking today? From Seattle, I got one of the uh, Fremont Stouts. This is the uh, 12th anniversary. Do you have uh, Fremont as well? No. I didn't even think about it until just now. I'm like, wait. I just randomly, because it was like two beers I was trying to decide between, but I already had one of them. Yeah. And the brewery that I picked is based in Portland. Oh, nice. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this is part of the 12th anniversary. This is from um, Baja. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, beer service um so i think he sent me this one so this is the stout with uh yeah fa fajor fajor um this is the stout with cherries so let's see what the, what did it come in at where's the stats bro where's the stats 11 percent abv there you go I don't know if he's had this one. I assume he did. Stout age and eight to ten. So I'm sure I'll get a text message and said I did or did not have that one. So Ooh. It's been a while since I've had a stout. I've been really hanging out with the the summertime beers. So I've been like uh I've been doing really good about making sure I uh reduce the total amount of beer I've had. So not picking up a bunch of stuff to like try for the show, <laughs> just trying to get through all the uh, Tabor and Fajor beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recently got the uh, "You need to stop buying beer" speech again. Mm. I hear you. Well, because I told her, because I it was my fault. Because uh, Old Forester, the bourbon yeah. company. Every year on their anniversary, they release a birthday blend. Mm. And normally, you have to go stand in line at the brewery for, like, super long time, like, hours. Yeah. You get a chance to buy one bottle. And then you can turn around and flip it for, like, ten times the price or more. Jeez. But this year, they got smart and realized what people were doing. So they're doing a national lottery. So if you go to the website until August 31st, which if you're listening to this before, then I guess you could do it. But just Google Google's the old Forrester bourbon birthday bourbon, and then you can buy it at retail, which is like 170 bucks. Nice. So I signed up and then I made her sign up. So we have at least two chances. <laughs> and she's like, do you really need another bourbon? I'm like, but this is special, baby. Baby, it's just like you. It's special. And she's like, you have so your your bookshelf is full of bourbon, your the fridge is full of beer. You need to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> need to have a party. Need to have a whiskey tasting. <laughs> you need to develop a problem. No, no, no. It's already there. <laughs> well, no, no, a different problem, I guess. I need to start a drinking problem, not a buying problem. <laughs> so I'm. Uh, I, I interrupted you. I apologize. It's it's all good. It's all good. Um, it's pretty smooth. Um, it's actually really smooth, uh, than I, where I thought it was going to be. It's got, um, 
I wouldn't say it has the tartness of cherries in it, but you get that. It's like you get that cherry kind of sweetness on the back taste of your mouth. So, um, doesn't have that motor oil like feel like when you drink an imperial stout where you're just like, oh damn, um, which is good, um, as well. So, but it's a. Uh, it's it's definitely good. I mean, I just wish it wasn't so hot. It it might be easier to drink. Because <laughs> you'd never survive it in Florida. Never survive in Florida, man. No, no, no. They no. drink like the most diabetes-inducing pastry stouts year round. Oh, damn. Just thick, Florida man. Herby. Yes, Florida man. I mean, I think that's part of why you get Florida man. It's just because they're just drinking that thick syrup, you know, barrel aged. <laughs> 15% with like marshmallows and pecans and whatever other fancy adjuncts. <laughs> and then they, not only that, but they stand in line in the Florida heat waiting for it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they usually get drunk on different uh, fancy stouts in line, like have bottle shares in line of stouts while mm. waiting to buy a stout. Wow. Too many stouts. And stoutception. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say if you do see this one on Tavor or any other of the other, um, I think you get some too from, um, what's that beer store called out there? Like, there, it's like a chain. You have, we have them in, uh, in California too. We do Total Wines? The, I think he said, Bevmos? I think he said, it's one of those two. It's one of those two, so. But I know he said he he's able to get those over there, so. So not too. Sh no, yeah, total wine. That's where he gets this his stout his stout collection yeah. from. <laughs> from yeah. Prima, which is kind of funny I, because like he gets these, but he can't get like their normal stuff. Like they don't ship it out there. So, because I told him to get what? the the summer ale. It's either they don't ship it or Total Wine just doesn't buy it because it doesn't sit on, it won't survive sitting on the shelf for a year. Fair enough. Yeah. Like one time Fair I went enough. to a Total Wine looking around and there was like in their miscellaneous like orphan can area, they had a can from a brewery in Orange County that had been shut down for over a year. Just one can of beer and it wasn't, it wasn't like it was like a stout or anything. It was a Blondale. E. So it was a Blondale that was at least a year old. At least. <laughs> At least. Oh, terrible. I guess, uh, I guess just let it go then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I posted, I sent a picture of it into like a beer group that I'm part of, and I was like, hey, you know, anybody near the Total Wine in Irvine, there's a limited edition collector's item, <laughs> one available, one of one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I bet a bunch, I bet a bunch of people laughed. Oh, yes, they all. Because they're like, wait. What? Literally garbage, anyways. <laughs> it's quite out of business, maybe. Yes, yes. The new the new brewery and its place is much better. Yeah, fair enough. What are you drinking, man? So from Gigantic Brewing. Gigantic. Brewed and bottled by Gigantic Brewing Company, Portland, Oregon. Oh. I am drinking a barley wine called Massive. So it's nice, gigantic, massive. <laughs> and so it comes in at 14.3%. And this is apparently there. It says that uh, we brew massive exclamation point 
It's all they're like double yelling at you because it's in all caps and with an exclamation. Mm-hmm. Just, just you need to just. I, I guess I'm supposed to yell that when I read it. <laughs> Don't yell at me, bro. I, uh, you're not my boss. You're not my supervisor. <laughs> exactly. You're not. You're not my supervisor. We brew massive each year with just one malt, and then boil it for over eight hours to create a barley wine with a deep ruby color and rich malt flavor. This year we chose Skagit, Wint Malt, and then aged the beer in select bourbon barrels. Enjoy the richness and intensity now, now. or after years and years and years of aging. Do it now! Or wait forever. Or, or wait, or wait. But now! <laughs> I guess I'll do it. Do it now, Daniel. Do it now. It definitely has that, like, malty, caramelly um barley wine smell mm-hmm. to it it's got a nice amber ish color so it almost looks like it's just a dark is, red is it the color of your energy it is but darker <laughs> like my energy is so amber that it's almost like a uh chocolatey oh man that is yeah that is tasty there's you know there's this uh, guy, he's a beer blogger, and he started his own podcast. He goes by the handle of Don't Drink Beers. <laughs> and he kind of, I guess, is given, he's the one that's kind of given credit for the revitalization of the barley wine of brewers making them, because he was always a a barley wine supporter for mm-hmm. years. And uh, it's, I mean, it kind of is because of him that I got into barley wines, because I had the barley wines that I had, I didn't realize were American barley wines. Mm-hmm. Versus the English, because the difference, main difference is the American ones, like everything else in the fucking America, they just have to overhop everything. So, like, American barley wines are just, like, IP, dark IPAs. <laughs> like, um, there's the Dogfish Head, the 120-minute IPA. Mm-hmm. And the joke the joke on that one is because it's so dark of an, and heavy of an IPA that if you bear, if you just uh, cellar it, it'll turn into a barley wine, American barley wine. <laughs> Um, but no, like normally the English one is more like, like he talks about having like toffee or like Rolo flavors and on the back end, I I get that. And then on the back end, there's like with the malts roasted, I get a little bit of a chocolate. Oh man. This is a beer that can get you in trouble at 14%. (laughs) Oh man. But speaking of, uh, big beers. Sean, yeah, Bourbon uh, uh, Goose Island every year on Black Friday, they announce they uh release a, a group of bottle barrel aged beers and they kind of claim to be the the purveyor, the premier, the company that basically perfected or created barrel aging mm-hmm. years ago because before that it wasn't really a thing. And so, you know, back in the day, people would stand in line for hours in front of either the Goose Island Brewery or this one bottle shop out there called Benny's to try to get their hands on some. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, trade or sell it. Cause like, like good Americans. <laughs> they, would bring, they would bring, you know, if there was a limit on how many they could buy, they'd bring like their grandma or somebody with them so they can get double. Yes. My and grandma then, uh, loves these beers. What am I supposed to be buying? <laughs> uh... But they uh, they always have different variations. Some are they always have like solid, like standard 
they're normal, and then they do um, different versions and different fancier bourbons. And then they always have like one weird one. Like last year, they had the, the their quote unquote weird one was a Coke mm-hmm. one, which actually was surprisingly good. And they, you know, basically put the spices and stuff that are in a Coke and then, or, or a cola. And then uh, the year before that, they had like an Earl Grey tea one. So they have one still, the proprietors that they release every year that you can only get in Chicago at the brewery. And I think they do at least still a select few to the original liquor store they sold through Binnie's. Um, so in addition to their normal, they have a, the 30th anniversary. So this is the 30th anniversary of them releasing this beer. Um, and people say, you know, they're like they're saying that when they sold out to Budweiser, part of it was so that they could uh, make more of this beer, mm. which led to the first year after Budweiser bought them, the release being infected. And so they basically gave refunds to everybody. Yep, and then everybody blamed Budweiser for fucking it up. <laughs> yes, even though, you know, bacteria doesn't care who owns the brewery. It's still going to go. It, bacteria is going to bacteria. Yeah. So they have the, the, the regular one, which is, you know, this is uh, barrels from uh, Heaven Hill, Four Roses, Wild Turkey, and Buffalo Trace. And I had I had been hearing stuff about, like, if you look at the bottles, they'll I'd signify which barrel you got it from. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, it's like an urban legend, like how the <laughs> on the wrapper on the wrapper of the Dum Dum, if you got the the full uh, Native American with the arrow pointing at the star, you got a free one. Yes. But I don't know anyone that ever did that. Mm-hmm. Um. So they have a biscotti stout. So it's a sweet nostalgic profile recalls Pizzelle cookies, almond biscotti, and Easter pane de Pasqua. I don't know. So if you dr- eat, if you drink this with like coffee or tea, is that still count? Like you, like you would eat a biscotti <laughs> cookie. Um, they have their coffee. Um. So they it, this is only like basically like it's dropped in 2017, 10, and then it, they stopped making it in 17. So this is the, this one will be a, a hard one to find. Yeah. For nostalgia, then they have the Sir Isaac Stout. So this one's got fig cookies and graham crackers. As adjuncts, it says that it's a uh, in over ten thousand pounds of Black Mission figs and fruit-forward notes from bourbon barrels, combined with distinctive notes of dried fruit, honey, molasses, and citrus. And then their proprietor stout. So this the Jungle Bird cocktail was at the front of the mind for the island for the brewers. Uh, playful take on the rum cocktail. This beer is slated to uh, feature fresh flavors of banana, coconut, pineapple, and lime. Yeah. And then the one that I'm looking forward to as you can tell by the beer that I'm drinking, hmm. the barley wine. So this one, uh, this one hasn't been released since 2018. And people were pissed because they did like a wheat wine, mm-hmm. in between, a, a couple wheat wines and a couple other like wine styles, but not a barley wine. Gotcha. So uh, this, this one is uh, aged for two years and 14 years, 16 and 17-year-old bourbon barrels from Old Fitzgerald. It says expect toffee, Cherry, vanilla, fig, almond, and malt. So they're not supposed to be sold until on Black Friday. Yeah. But I know some liquor stores will generally uh, sometimes release them on the day of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's when I got mine last year. The liquor store by down in uh, Corona. 
they posted on their social meds that they released it. And so I uh, stopped. We left my wife's family early so I can get go to work. But I'm like, well, since we're driving by it, can I just get off the freeway real quick? Let me try it. My wife's like, <laughs> my wife's like you, 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 you're the one that has to get up to go to work tomorrow. Do whatever you want. <laughs> As you were drinking it, you're like, worth it. Yeah. I, I, the only one so far I've drank from the one, I only bought a couple of them. I bought the couple fancy ones. They have like a one that was aged in Blanton's. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple other ones that came in like tubes and boxes. Um, but the Blanton's one is cool because normally Blanton's bourbon, the bottle topper has like a horse, like a horse jockey, horse mm-hmm. and jockey on top of it. And I, they, if you collect them all, they each have a letter and you can spell out Blanton's if you collect them all. Oh, nice. So the Bourbon County that was aged in Blanton's has the little horsey stopper like this the size of the bottle like a little <laughs> mini one it's like if i would have known that i would have just i would have bought more <laughs> um but i did drink the cola one because i opened my fridge and for some reason the force of me opening the fridge pulled it out and it hit the floor hit the hit the ground like bottom of the bottle down it didn't break but it just kind of popped the seal mm. so i'm like well i guess i guess i'm drinking this now drinking it right before work <laughs> so it was it was pretty solid uh so they figured i think they figured out what caused the infection they did you know of course budweiser mm-hmm. launched an inquiry yeah um but yes follow like you look for your local bottle shop i'm sure they're going to get at least some of the variants if not all of them yeah for thanksgiving day or the the black friday yeah you make fun of you know you make fun of all the people going to like toys or like target or you know walmart on black friday to buy a shitty tv <laughs> no man, I gotta go buy a shitty beer. <laughs> so, I took a trip out to Orange County uh, yesterday to go visit a couple of breweries. One of them is a uh, Radiant, which mm-hmm. is was one of my two favorite breweries. Now I have to add a third to the list. There's like one A, one B, and now one C. Yes. But uh, Radiant was uh, founded by three people that worked at the brewery, and they got together and they wanted to do their own thing, and so. Um, went there for lunch because, you know, my wife doesn't drink. And so to appease her, I got to take her to a place that serves food. <laughs> yeah. You so do. they have a food trucks, of course. But the the one food truck that goes there every Saturday afternoon is a smash burger place called Hammer Burger. Gotcha. Which both serves delicious food and is fun to say. <laughs> Especially if you've had a few. Um, But like Radiant... Man, they're just solid in their Pilsners. I had a, I don't even know what kind of Pilsner it was. I was going to order a flight, and I'm like, no, you know what? I'm just going to get this Pilsner. And she's like, well, I can give you a, a, a tasting of it. I'm like, no, if I don't like it, I'll just drink it fast and order another one. But I'm like, but I haven't had anything bad here. And they took over the spot of the aforementioned brewery that I sound, I found the beer at uh, Total Wine that was uh, sitting there for a year, Town yeah. Park. <laughs> And so they did it up. They, you know, Jody likes that. I think jo- that's Jody's favorite brewery to go to because she likes their, uh, their theme and their decor. Like, uh, they have a big mural on the wall for people to take pictures where it says sending out light tie in with the name. Mm-hmm. And they did a collaboration of a New Zealand hopped pale ale with, um, another brewery, another beer, like blogger, the full pint. Yeah. Cause, uh, in, in celebration of his 15th anniversary, which, it was a little too hoppy for me, but still pretty solid. It wasn't quite full IPA, 
but then from there we were gonna go head over to this other brewery called Everywhere that just opened up. Everywhere Brewery. Which, everywhere, yes. Which also is basically a sibling to Radiant because their founders also came from the brewery. Mm. So the brewery is like a proud papa. And there's a, one of the guys there <laughs> um, was at Radiant to the point where one time we parked and I didn't realize that we parked where we shouldn't park. So he had to like come and like announce who's whoever driving this car. Can you please move it? Uh, you're parked where you're not supposed to park. Hmm. And I was so. Uh, you then did, later on, you did, all you, you're like stood up. You're like shuffling out so nobody could see you. No, everyone was saw me. It was the, I did the, the walk of shame, the little awkward shuffle. You're like, but then he like later my on, bad, everybody, my bad. That's me. That's me. I'm the asshole. But oh. then he uh, he came up and he you know he was like, oh man, sorry to call you out like that. And I'm like, no, dude, like you had to do your job. Like it's cool. Yeah. So, but he's at he was at everywhere working. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm that's why I'm asking. I'm like. Hope I don't like you know ask the wrong question. So I'm like, are you still at with Radiant? Are you here now? And he's like, oh, I'm one of the owners. Mm. There's like five partners that own the um, everywhere. And basically, he said like when they were forming the brewery group, they called him up and were like, hey man, we can't do this without you. Yeah. Like, and so he basically runs front of house, is from what he said. And there's a couple guys that run back of house, and there's a couple people that work in the office. So. Mm-hmm. And like basically, he was saying about how when they were getting it all set up, him and his dad and his brother did all the landscaping out front, mm-hmm. and um, they hired this other com- people that like friends that they did the interior, the tile work and counter work and stuff. And then the daughter of the guy that ran the company that did that, she painted murals on the wall, which is uh, part of the reason why Jody was excited to go there. <laughs> but as soon as kind of like I heard their like pedigree and how they kind of were close friends with Radiant. Um, they announced that they were forming a beer club. Mm. And the beer club went on sale like a couple hours before they even opened. Like they opened on a Friday. And that morning at 10 a.m., the beer club went on sale. And I'm like, yeah, I'm joining this. Nice. And so one of my one of the perks is I get two free flights a month. And then I get discounts on everything else. So um, in addition to like, you know, the member beers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so I was supposed to bring a friend, and he ended up, his wife made other plans for them. And so there was some other couple in line in front of me, kind of like talking and like, and I'm like, "Is this your first time?" They're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, I got, I'll get you." So I gave them my other flight. Nice. And so they had a Italian pilsner that I got, that I was work like sometimes Italian pilsners just a justification to make hopped up pilsners like, like it's like a a lagered IPA. Yeah. Instead of using ale yeast, he used lager yeast. <laughs> um, but this wasn't. It had a little bit of hop, but it was really good. And then I got a raspberry uh, kettle, like a raspberry sour, mm-hmm. that had perfect raspberry flavor, just a little bit of tartness, but no heartburn. You know, I think yes. I think you would have truly enjoyed that one. Oh, it does then, sound good. Um, they had a, a two stouts. One was a coffee stout, and it it tasted exactly like I had in the morning we went to this co- the coffee shop and I had a, uh, a latte that had a uh, honey and um, like half and half basically. Mm-hmm. And the stout tasted exactly like that. Just a little bit of sweetness, but not too much. The vanilla creaminess. And then um, 
you know, I had five beers and I, I picked four and I couldn't decide the fifth because everything else was IPAs or seltzers, kind of. And so he got me this one seltzer they, ha- uh, seltzer they had. It was called the Apr- Apricot Vegan Shake. Interesting. And I, I'm like, I was kind of looking at that, but I wasn't sure. And so, I w- but I told the guy, I was like, I was like, I got four. Can, just I'm like, can you just pick the fifth? Like whatever, whatever that's not on my list that you think I should drink. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he gave me that and dude, it tasted like it was more like a smoothie than a seltzer. Yeah. But in a good way, because they use actual apricot in the brewing. Okay. You know, he talked about it back there, like having to mash in, paddle in the, the apricot into the beer and stuff. Um, it was pretty thick, solid. It had like a nice vanilla flavor. Like I wouldn't consider it like I wouldn't drink it as a beer on a hot summer day. Like you're not going to want to sit there and uh, buy the pool and pound a 12 pack of these. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. But it was like the perfect brunch beer. Like if I could get this, like if, if they had that canned or like somewhere where I can like eating like eggs Benedict or a waffle or something. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, I saved this one for last. Cause this was, I the think this best. might've been the best, the best stout I've ever had. It was uh, like basically a banana foster in a glass. It had bananas, cinnamon, vanilla. And, um, you know, he came over and talked to us for a little while. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we've been talking, we talked there and we've been talking for a little bit. I'm like, but I don't know your name, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm Daniel. So we introduced his name's Ryan. And um, we were talking and stuff. And he was telling me about how, same thing with the banana um, uh, foster stout. They put real bananas in the mash. Mm-hmm. To the point where like one of the customers, like he said, like when they kind of first tapped it, a customer was complaining that there was like chunk of banana in her beer. <laughs> that is kind of a little weird. It, yeah, but then you know, it wasn't like it was bad. It was just they didn't really filter it and it didn't mash up enough. Yeah, he's like, oh no, that's because we put real bananas in. And she's like, you do? Like almost shocked. And he's like, yes, yes. But yes, even Jody liked it. She kept stealing it from me and sneaking sips. Oh wow, it must be good. Though. Um, yeah, it was a little bit. I don't remember what the ABV was, but. It was not sweet at all, surprisingly, for it being a banana foster stout. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that they were almost out too, and I was like, "Oh man!" He said they went through like four of them since they've opened. <laughs> and they've only been open for like a couple weeks. <laughs> so, it's 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 um kind of a little bit up from the orange circle. It's not too far. Oh, and while we were on our way out there, I saw, like, I was trying to figure out what it was, I saw there was, like, a little guitar shop mm-hmm. relatively close by. So I'm, like, you know, I'm learning how to play bass, and I'm, like, I want to go see what they have there, if they have anything cool. So we go in there, and there's just two old guys, like, talking, and it just felt, like, awkward, right? Yeah. Like, like they like they didn't want like they didn't want to be a business. They just want to, like, sit around and talk shop, guitar and stuff. Which, and I'm, like, you know, I've been to small businesses where there's, like, old dudes talking, mm-hmm. and they're they'll conclude you in the conversation or whatever. And so I'm looking around and I see a bass mm-hmm. that I've like saw online. That's supposed to be pretty badass. Yeah. And so I just want to like, I just want to get a feel for it, see what it weighs, the balance yeah. and stuff like that. And so I go to pick it up to kind of look at it. And the guy's like, Hey, no touching anything. <laughs> e, there's no signs. No, there was no signs. A and B I've never been to a music store you know, or seen a music store where they don't encourage you to at least like try the instrument, like 
It'd yeah. be like going to a car dealership and like you go to sit inside the car and they're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You can't do that until you buy it. <laughs> and so as soon as he's like, no touching, I put it back and we left and um, Jody uh, was in front of me walking out and she's, she's just like, oh, sorry for bothering you. That's what she said. Oh, oh, when said, you guys were leaving? Yeah, because immediately as soon as I put the bass back down, I le- we left. I'm like, fine. And I was like, obviously they don't want to sell anything. They just want to have a guitar store so they yeah. can have a tax write-off of a failing business. <laughs> and talk shop. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, so my wife walked out first, and she was like, sorry for bothering you. And I was behind. I was like, yeah, man, sorry for, sorry, yeah, guys, sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> oh, boy. They're like, it's cool, bro. Get out of here. Nope. They didn't even, they were like, oh, no. And basically, they're like, yeah, it's fine. And it's like, obviously, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> you didn't want customers. And because uh, when I walked in, he was like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure. What, I'm just looking to see what you guys have. And so if they would have been like, you know, salespeople that want to yeah. sell a guitar or a bass, they as soon as they saw me like eyeballing that one, they would have come over and been like, oh, you're looking at this. Yep. Anybody know about it or whatever? Nothing. Just hey, like I was a toddler visiting somebody's house. You are a toddler. Stranger's house. Pretty. I yes, I am sometimes. With a big old bushy beard. <laughs> yes. But fuck those guys, man. They could have had my money. I because even if I didn't buy the base, then I would have gone back and bought it mm-hmm. or something from them because they had a couple other things there. Yeah. Again, fuck those guys. <laughs> right so so the reason why we didn't record last week was was me it's my fault yes <laughs> so i took a uh a trip up to the uh pacific northwest so it's we okay. you can say you can say pnw we uh we flew into Seattle, went to Olympic National Park, and drove down to Portland. Um, so we did we spent a couple days at each place. So we um, so I work I work nights. So this was the first time we did this. We actually took a flight later on in the day on Saturday. So like Friday, I actually had like a normal sleep, <laughs> like normal sleep schedule. Then got up. We took care. We took care of like last minute shopping and stuff we need to do, um, and then like we took off, which was which was pretty cool. Um, we stayed in the the uh, shoot. What is it called? The I already forgot what part of the neighborhood it was called. Um, we stayed in. We were north of the uh, Space Needle up in the Queen Anne area. So that's kind of like where our, our room was. So um, for Seattle, we ended up hitting, um, we did all sorts, we did all sorts of shit there, man. We were like bouncing all over the place. So we did the, uh, we started at the Space Needle, you know, um, you know, had to do a couple of the touristy things. So we did, we did that, which was pretty cool. They had like a lot of information about it. And when you get to the top, there's some really gorgeous um things around you it you it gave you a really good good visual of like the city and the water um uh, because like where the space needle is you could just literally see like 
over the over the buildings and just look at the um the 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 water that's surrounding the city, which is pretty cool. Um, after that, we stopped at the uh, I'm gonna screw up the name of this, but the uh, Chuli, the Chuli Garden and Glass area. So this is one of those. It's it's in the same park as the Space Needle, and you could buy when you buy tickets. They usually try to sell a combo ticket, uh, but basically. Uh, Chuli was a uh, a guy that um, that blew glass, and so he's like he's he's like a really big person like in that art genre, and so he does he does like all sorts of these crazy glass sculptures and stuff, and so they have a couple different exhibits that you could walk through and check out and see see his stuff. So there's um I posted a couple pictures of the of his glass works which was um which was super cool so definitely worth uh hanging out at that spot um then we bounced over to washington park um there we went to the japan we went to the uh, seattle japanese garden which was um which was pretty cool uh it's definitely it was bigger than Portland's, though I know we went to the Portland one, um, Daniel, many, many years ago. So, yeah, much bigger landscape area. Um, it was really, I really liked it. It was, uh, it was pretty quiet. Um, we were just walking this park and we, uh, we hit the river, the one of the rivers where all the boats happening. And so you could sit at the, we ended up finding like this little niche area and we sat down um and you could see the washington state um university on the other side of the uh canal and you could see the big old football stadium for the huskies and and some other stuff along the river so that was that was pretty awesome um we checked we saw the troll under the bridge which is a random um some random art in one of the cities that that's there uh which was pretty cool then we stopped over at fremont brewing um to kind of hang out so they had an outdoor they had a pretty big outdoorsy area um so we were able to so we we sat out on the patio and had some beers we had a sour um i had their summer ale which was really good so it was a very cool, like, it's a cool brewery. I thought the only thing I was kind of a little bit bummed out on is they didn't really have, they didn't really have that much merch. So they were definitely like on the, they had as much merch as probably just like a little mom and pop merch building <laughs> or brewery. So that was kind of like, I was like, oh, okay. Like I thought Fremont was a bit bigger than, I guess, within, than what they really are. So, but no, that was, uh, but that's basically like a high level view of Seattle. I, I, I could, I could swear to you, like every, like every day until like 11 a.m., it was like cloudy and like overcast. And then, like, as soon as that 12, uh, 11 a.m., 12 p.m., noon, like popped it would just like the sun just came out and it was like a beautiful afternoon it wasn't it wasn't too hot or anything but um we definitely got um 
we definitely had a, a good time there. We didn't have to worry about any kind of rain or anything like that. So, so which was cool. So, like I said, we went to a couple, uh, like I said, we went to a couple high touristy places, but it was really cool. Um, so next to Seattle, if you go west, is Olympic National Park. Um, this place is huge man like huge um so like you have to you pretty much just drive on the outside and there's a couple different areas that you could drive more inland into the park there's a lot of backpacking through the through the um through the park so we did stop um on our way out to our so we stayed on the west side of a olympic national park and um so we, uh, West side. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we stayed on the West side. Um, uh, we, we stopped at one of the big touristy spots, um, called Hurricane Ridge, which was really cool. They had some, um, very, uh, they had some really, a really awesome view of the main mountain structures that make up the Olympic national park and they also if you they also have a couple areas with uh their natural glaciers up on the mountain that you could see and you can actually backpack to those if you had the uh the endurance to uh do it (laughs) but no um the cool thing about hurricane ridge is that it has you could drive you could drive all the way to it park you know and just be able to overlook what you want to see there's a couple trails like behind if you're like looking at the ridge if you go behind there's a couple different trails over there if you wanted to do some hiking or backpacking but it was an it was an easy area just to kind of hang out in you know they had restrooms um gift shop and like like food and stuff it was like a horror movie or high school it'd be like make out point It wasn't, no, I wouldn't say so because it was too family oriented. Like I said, they had like a little cafe and stuff. So you could, uh, you could buy all your stuff. So uh, I don't know. There was a, there was a couple that got caught getting, giving, dude was getting a blowy from his lady friend during an Oakland athletics game. Nice. In the, in the bleachers. Mm. They, they, they just went up to the very top and they got caught on a camera. <laughs> I don't know why why you would do that. <laughs> Every cameras could see everything. If it well, there's a will, there's a way. I guess so. Bucket list checked off. Maybe, 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 maybe. He won either. He won a bet, or she lost a bet, or they both lost a bet, or won a bet. I don't know. <laughs> they both lost at the end. <laughs> Not really, because I don't know if they ever found them. Because I know they posted some stuff basically like the Oakland Athletics were like do you know who they are tell us and it's like dude who's gonna snitch man don't be a fucking snitch yeah don't be a snitch don't they're be living a... their best life man yeah they're just living their best life <laughs> ballpark blowies um so we got to so after Hurricane Ridge the family zone with uh where people are not giving each other uh BJ's um <laughs> I don't know. According to the pizza place, uh, BJ's loves kids. They couldn't. They didn't want to get in trouble by saying it the other way. 
yes. Um, <laughs> so we went. To, we got to our uh, our cabin out in uh, Forks um, on the west side. So we ended up going. <laughs> we so we went to Rialto Beach to you know to kind of we were trying to catch the sunset, but it became like there was. Um, the uh, there was too many clouds that came in, and so if you, I posted a a couple photos, but um, so our um, the Rialto Beach area just had a bunch of driftwood just across the whole beach, so it was you, you had to kind of like hike, walk your way through it a little bit to get to the beach, and then there was just all sorts of different sizes. I think there was at least there was like one tree that was close to 60 70 feet i want to say that was just on the beach just smashed and you know it had that that dead black and white look to it and it was all nice and smoothed out so it was really uh it was really crazy to um to see that um and then like and then our our cabin we had like we were right against like one of the rivers that goes through the park so we were just like you know just sitting there just and you could just listen to the river just going right by you so which was really cool um and if you had to pee then you had to get yeah then you had to walk up to the outhouse and go pee well no i'm just saying with the the, the rushing water oh yes didn't help. Wouldn't, wouldn't help i mean no not at all um after that, we went to the the one trail uh, my girlfriend really wanted to check out was the Ho Rainforest. So, um, so to be considered a rainforest, you have to have at least a hundred inches of rain a year, and and the Ho Rainforest has a hundred and forty. So it's not a tropical rainforest; it's a in I think indigenous rainforest. Sounds don't don't quote right, me. But I'm also an idiot. I know the rainforest part is right, all right. <laughs> well, you know what you know what that confuses me though? Yes. Is how come the rainforest has to have rules to be called a rainforest? But like, is there a certain number of hurricanes that have to go through Hurricane Ridge for it to be called Hurricane Ridge? Like do they get have to be like four or five hurricanes a year? I couldn't I couldn't even find anything. They had no descriptions. I, I forgot to look that up. I was that's what I when I went there. I was like, why do they call it Hurricane Ridge? And there was no explanation. I mean, that that Terrible. just seems disappointing. Like, I want to go see, I want to, like, like uh, to paraphrase the Little Mermaid, I want to go where the hurricanes are. Yes. <laughs> oh, so we ended up doing, um, we did five miles in and then five miles back. So we ended up doing a 10-mile hike through the, um, through the rainforest um so if you take if you take this path like it takes you to um like olympic like and there's like a camping area up there uh with like and there is a ranger station there during the summer and then from there if you hike nine more miles you're at one of the glaciers so up in the mountains so like it was it was definitely it's it was cool to kind of walk through this, um, through the rainforest because it was like all sorts of just tall ass trees and, um, 
all sorts of just different shady plants and and there's literally just trees falling all over the place because it gets so much water that the trees don't really have to like dig have a big root system because it's gets it waters all there's so much rain so it's like it doesn't need to like really like have a strong root structure and because of that during the storms like it blows over trees all the time so like we had to climb over one we had to climb over a tree that had fallen down over the path that they haven't cut yet but i mean this is a it was a big ass fucking tree though man like i had to like like just i was standing on the trail and i had to like pull myself up so it like just the the size of you know the trunk is tall was taller than me so so it was um Luckily, it had some branches, like, cut down, kind of, to make, like, anchors to pull yourself up, like, a little ladder. So, we did that, but it, as you're walking the trails, you could just see where they took, uh, took like, a chainsaw and just cut out, like, pieces of the tree and then just kicked it to the side so that way you could continue on the trail. So, those were, um, so those were pretty cool. Um, so it was a really cool forest, like definitely something worth to check out and you have to plan for this one. So if you ever go to Olympic National Park and you want to go see this rainforest, you got to go like first thing in the morning because it's a small parking area. And like I was telling you, it is the path you take takes you to a lot of the mountains and glaciers. So some of those parking spots are taken by people who are backpacking for, two to three to four days so those cars don't move so you have to be right. you have to be very if you're going to go see it which you should go see it you need to be smart and if you screw up you might as well just wait until later on in the day when the rush is gone because you could be literally sitting out there you know for 45 minutes waiting just to get into the park so but it is summertime I, I, so it, that might be also yeah. a factor <laughs> I, I i broke a golden rule sean what I, I, I uh, answered a follow-up question. I'm prepared to answer a follow-up question. Thank you. So why is it called Hurricane Ridge? Hurricane Ridge is named for its intense gales and winds. The, uh, the weather in the Olympic Mountains is unpredictable, and visitors should be prepared for snow at any time of the year. Mm -hmm. The area receives 400 inches of snow annually. Damn. There you go. That's why it's called Hurricane Ridge. <laughs> oh um so after um so we hike the rainforest and, and whatnot right so we get we we take care of that we uh we end up driving to um what's it called i can't even i don't even have this all written down uh we went There's, to yeah we went to soul rock I, I believe it's called Silver Rock. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably spent saying it wrong. National Park. Here we go. It's a good thing that we have this, like, you know, this uh, PC thing in front of me. So I could, uh, yeah. I could look it up. And... <laughs> oh, Solduck. Yes, yeah. Solduck. That's what it was. I was on the right path. So, um, so, one of the turnouts you go up to Solduck and there's a there's a there's a really beautiful waterfall up there um so we went and 
we hiked uh we hiked that so it was only it was only like a mile hike though to get to the uh to the waterfall and it was it's like one of the big tourist areas so the the trail is not hard to do at all so very easy to get to they have um i was kind of curious i wanted to check maybe check out but they do have like a uh, retreat center there so you could actually just go like hang up in the um hang out in the mountains and relax so which was pretty cool so but um i will say like i said national park is is really huge you have to really be you really have to plan like what you're trying to do because you will be driving a lot just to get like up and around so literally from a, from where we were in seattle just to get to forks was like a three and a half hour drive <laughs> and all we were trying to do was go west so but so but no i i thought it was a really awesome place plenty of trees plenty of rivers plenty of waterfalls to go chase and and whatnot um so after that adventure we drove four and a we drove a four hours south and we stopped at mount st helens um another like you hear about it and you're just like okay you know that'd be cool like when you go and see it so much better like just to see like where the volcano was to look at the side by side between you know before st helens exploded and what it looks like now really cool to see and just you know you look at the area of that that the lands that got destroyed from all the rock slides and lava and so forth so really cool to, it was a uh, really cool to see it's a huge touristy thing too so very easy to walk around not like not like it it's gonna kill you i mean it took it, it's a good drive up the mountain and it which is really pretty um you could also like there's like an elk sighting area so um and so you could hang out there and look into the valley and that's where a lot of the wild elk hang out um so you could check out that and then we also stopped and had lunch on the way down the mountain um so and which was cool because it was like this little burger place um and we sat on the back patio and it was just overlooking like this river and um and whatnot so it was just it was really nice just to have like a drink some burgers get away from like the touristy people and just uh chill um i think we just left we left earlier than them because like after we we were like the only ones there in the back and it was just like uh, and then like literally 20 minutes later it was like boom 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 boom, boom. i was like oh all right it's time to go <laughs> Like the uh, TikTok, Check, Instagram sound effect, where it's like, uh-oh, what? People. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, when we went up to uh, Rose City, the way my uh, flight took me, because um, my flight, like, I think we met up in Seattle, right? And then we got on the same plane to go to Portland. But, you know, we, like, we didn't necessarily plan it good enough, so we weren't sitting together, but we were on the same plane. I know there was a yes. somewhere we went where we met up at an airport, and then we, like, so I think that was Rose City. But on my way up, yeah, I think it was. On my way up to Seattle, I flew over Mount St. Helens, mm -hmm. and you know, me being me, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Mount St. Helens, but there's not a giant, like, 
Apple Maps sign over it saying it's Mount St. Helens, so I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But I was, and then I see, and that, so I like when we landed and I had, you know, not airplane mode anymore. I'm like, Googled it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was Mount St. Helens. I figured it was, but <laughs> I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to wager anything because I don't have any uh, confidence in my, uh, I wasn't 100% sure in that. <laughs> but yes, it was pretty, it, even just flying over it, I thought it was more impressive flying over that than all the times I've flown over the Grand Canyon. But I guess because it's upright as opposed to down. Mm hmm. It you, you can tell the height versus yeah. the depth. No, that's 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 fair. That's fair. Um, so after after Mount St. Helens, we uh, we finally got to our destination, Portland, Oregon, the the land of my people. <laughs> um, so we stopped and we got the first night. We just had we had beers and whatnot. It was a really good time. We went to, we actually went to both the we the two breweries we went to are actually both breweries that me and you went to um, while we were in Portland. So we went to the um, the space the what's it called Islam. I don't even remember at this point. And then we went to another small one. So we went to those two. Um, dude, I had that um, that IPA, that space IPA one. It was so good. And I'm not talking about the one that was purchased by Imbev. Um, just for those wondering. Because I know I'm giving a random description to a beer that you could probably find multiple hits for. <laughs> oh, uh, Elysium is yeah. the, the one that got bought. So space yes. dust. Yes. Is the one you did not have. Correct. I did not that narrows it down. It narrows it down. <laughs> one down, thousands to go. Mm-hmm. Um no, so Portland was a pretty just chillax day, man. We just uh we drove over to the park, we hit the Japanese tea garden, hit the rose garden, um, we did some trails at the uh arboreum. Um, which was really cool. We found a couple new trees that we thought were really um, interesting and chillax. We went and played mini golf. So, <laughs> so imagine mini golf and a haunted house like came together. So we like we go downstairs and the whole place is just covered in black lights and just like there's different props going off and different things like that. So we play, you know, so we play this mini golf and like, I can, the only thing I can say is like, this is Portland would be the only place you would find this at. Like, I can't, I don't think you could find it anywhere else. Like whoever thought well, of doing that. And I'm sure they probably stole the idea because it opened up relatively recently, like within the last year or two, mm -hmm. but I haven't been yet, but there's a place in Riverside over like either at the mall mm -hmm. like or by the mall. Yeah. Where they do, you know how they used to have the, um, the glow, glow bowling. I can't remember. There's different names for it. Yeah. Like rock and bowl or whatever. Yeah. Co basically yeah. Cosmic bowling or whatever. Yeah. Cosmic bowling, black light bowling. Mm -hmm. So it's basically that, but they don't have like the horror props. So I'm guessing it's like just a watered down version of what you did. Cause yours was mm -hmm. probably with the black, like you said, with the black light. So everything was neon and glowy. Yeah. Yep. And you can, it's like, holy shit. Like, a, I think it pretty sure it's Jim Gaffigan has that bit about, you know, spilling mustard on your shirt, and then you go someplace that has a black light, and you're like, "Oh man, I fucking thought I got that stain out of my shirt." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the Castle Park. Like, if you're just taking course by course, Castle Park way better than this place. So. Well, yeah, 
but Castle Park doesn't necessarily have a gimmick to rely on. They're just golf course, mini golf. Yeah, that is true. Um, and then we went to Voodoo Donuts. So they do have vegan donuts now. Um, I actually had the vegan maple bar, and it was actually really good. Like, I, you, I couldn't even tell, man. I couldn't even tell. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's like what no egg and milk so yeah. they would just do like the the i am milk soy milk or almond milk yeah I don't... and they have another i'm sure they have a egg substitute binder or something similar ish yes but it's easier said than done <laughs> right well like we're at the grocery store and they have in the in the pasta section and they had pasta made from chickpeas yes which is and terrible like, oh, what the what's the fuck is the point of that and then i looked and my wife was like i think it's because it's gluten-free and then i sure enough and then it was like gluten-free vegan and oh. bland and plain it was all the flavor descriptions written on the back yeah we um i tried i tried it just because um because i was like oh you know it's supposed to have a lot more protein than just normal pasta but it's not very like appetizing like it's, it's not worth it i don't think so and extra protein isn't worth it I don't it's know. like uh, what's make what's, a make a make a piece of chicken breast or get some frozen meatballs for that extra protein. <laughs> yeah, like like make your spaghetti sauce with meatballs. Yeah, like uh, the joke. Uh, what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? What? I've never had to pay for a garbanzo bean on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too good, man. Too good. Um. No, so Portland was a chill day, just casual walking around, hitting some sites. And then, the, so Friday, I almost said yesterday. Yeah, so Friday, we took, we had a red-eye flight back home. So our plane left at like, like just before midnight. So we're like, okay, we have all day. So we went, so we went to, I'm going to probably say this wrong, but we went to uh, Multanama, Multanama, Multima Falls. <laughs> if you go east of Portland, there's a, a there's a big, it's like a national like. They didn't call it a park. It's like a national like scenery section. So it has Oregon's tallest waterfall. Of, yeah, a national point of interest. Yeah, something silly like that. So it has Oregon's, like its big cell is like this one fall, and it's the uh, it's the tallest one in Oregon not 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 super great um i mean the pictures looked cool but i don't know if, like like you said it was a long drive i don't know if the drive would have been worth it necessarily to yeah. see that one thing yeah so correct if we only went to this falls it would not have been worth it so i took like um i haven't posted the pictures of this this one yet so i have a super paranoia about posting um vacation pictures while i'm on vacation because i just in case somebody is spying on me and trying to steal my valuable valuable possessions, I don't want them to do your, that. Um, your waifus, my waifus, and video games. Yes. <laughs> your valuable possessions, your waifus and video games, huh? <laughs> exactly. So, so I am. I know I'm blasting my social media with just like boom, 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 and I'm not even done, dude. I'm not even done. Like I still got to post my. Um, I don't really have any pictures of Portland, but I do. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna post these pictures. But there is a six mile trail 
that is was pretty intense. I'm not gonna lie. It it fucking whooped the shit out of me. But um it's called it's the it's it's trail four twenty and you you hike and you, so you'll go it, it takes you through the normal path for this touristy route. So you could so you could walk up to the bottom of the falls, then you could walk up and there's a bridge that is kind of like goes that connects two pieces of land that overlooks the fall so you can go there and then you keep going to the top and that's like the normal route so we went we did we got all the way up there and then we did then we finished the loop for 420 the 420 um um hike route so and they, they missed a golden opportunity with that trail sean yes. i'm gonna say right now look it should have been 6.9 miles <laughs> it would have been much cooler yes <laughs> um there was literally probably three or four waterfalls on this trail that looked way better than this one like this one is just like all it has is height like that's it it's like a little bit of water like it's like it, i get they, it they didn't say it was the prettiest waterfall in, in in oregon they said it was the tallest I mean, the guy that holds the Guinness Book of World Record for being the tallest man in the, in the, in history doesn't also hold the world's record for being the prettiest man in history, is all I'm saying. I guess length isn't everything. It's the, it's, it's the motion over the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so we, uh, we... So we hiked the whole thing. Um, there's plenty of other waterfalls that are way better. Like the fair, like uh, fairy waterfall was just super, super amazing. Looks super awesome. Um, but yeah, that hike is no joke. Like we, we, our tallest elevation was like 1,300 feet, and that doesn't even include going up and back down. That was just like, that's how much we escalated like up, like during this hike. So definitely had some burning calves. Like, I feel like my uh, calves are like starting to get like super rock solid from all this hiking. <laughs> nice, nice calves, bro. <laughs> do you do you even hike? <laughs> do you even hike, bro? So, and that was basically. I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say, man. Yeah. Your girl, your girl's changing you, man. Like the Sean I know would just drive everywhere, and the, the whole point of driving would just be to like, where's the closest beer? Where's and if we, I mean, we did walk a little bit in Portland. We did, but we only walked to beer, from beer. Yeah, back okay. to our hotel. Like we went from beer to beer to beer to hotel. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. We we mixed in a distillery or two in there too. That is. Those the vodka one and the bourbon one. That is true. Um, I did pick up a couple new hats. Um, so I got this well, I awesome Seattle one, and then this is um, this is from um, Olympic National Park. It's got it's a it has a like a green bill and it's got a uh like a van on it and on the top of the slug bug van it has like it just says national park on the luggage olympic national park yeah i'm gonna have to see if they can sell that online my wife will fucking love the shit out of me if i buy that hat for her what this one yes <laughs> she has a she has a soft spot in her heart for um old uh vws and uh buses yeah even though she also knows that they're like they're they look like they'd be fun to own and they're cute but they also look like death traps is she are you gonna buy her the new uh slug bug van 
No, she doesn't like that. She likes the old ones. <laughs> the new one's too safe. Okay, hipster. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. But that was my trip, man. It was really fun. Um, everybody was so fucking cool and chilled. Like, oh, and I also have a newfound taste for her. I can't. I feel like I can never go to Chain Coffee anymore. <laughs> I gotta. I just gotta drink the. I gotta drink the independent stuff now. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> so, but that yeah, is... like there was an independent coffee shop that we used to go to a lot more, but then our like weekend schedule kind of changed, mm-hmm. and we stopped going. And we went back yesterday, and that was where I had the um, honey latte thing. It was like their seasonal menu, and like, mm-hmm. um, and they had a they do toast, but it's the Texas toast. Yeah. But they don't like over fucking toast it, so it's kind of nice and like edible, soft mm-hmm. with a little bit of it. But they have different flavors, and uh, you know, like the hip, true hipsters, they also they offer a uh, avocado option, of course, because they don't want people they don't they don't want people to buy houses. <laughs> but the one I had yesterday, and then we went in, went back this morning because and um, was a uh, lox and bagel, basically like a lox and uh, cream cheese with hol- and olive oil and jalapenos on it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so good! And then um, like their season this month is blackberries. They they always have like a, you know of course you know fancy co- like small coffee shops always do seasonal menus. So so they had a blackberry lemonade that was like it almost it was tart like. A warhead, but it's called the uh, the Daily Brew, and it's over by basically it's in that shopping center that's behind the drive-in, mm-hmm. where the Albertsons and McDonald's and all that is. Okay. And Buren. Yeah. So if like basically like when you're in town, you'll you drive past it multiple times, either going to or from your mother's house, mother's house. <laughs> oh, and they also speaking of fancy donut shops, local they opened a Randy's Donuts. Mm. By like the fourth vent in and out that's on like within like four miles of it, whatever ten miles on Van Buren, <laughs> right there off the ninety one in Van yeah. Buren. Okay, I haven't been yet because I'm pretty sure I won't meet Iron Man. If I could meet Iron Man hanging out in the donut drunk, then I'd go. <laughs> Otherwise, nope, no nope. go, <laughs> no go. But yeah, man, it's well. You know the thing too though is it's hit and miss with local coffee shops because sometimes you go mm-hmm. and it's just like the the coffee's. M- just as bitter as the people working there. Like they're almost again, like that guitar store where they're yeah. like, who the fuck are you? And why are you drinking? Why are you bothering me to, to make you a coffee? Like, I'm not here to, you know, work. I'm here to just yeah. hang out. I will tell you like, so like when I was up there, like people like had a portable, like trailer, those coffee shops, not, not super great. But like when I went into like a actual, like building, they they were they usually had coffee that was much better so yes so i'm not as angry remember remember that time we went to portland and i wanted to go to that place that guy fietti went to because it was amazing and they fucking like oh yes were mad at us for going yes and they put us in like the shittiest table possible and like ignored us and didn't bring us our drinks that we ordered oh yeah because i want because because my dumbass wanted to try a fucking donut slide, donut or waffle slider. Yeah, because IPA. You said it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. Good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> so, so, 
you know, thanks to an, uh, a, fr- a new friend of mine, like that I met through an old friend of mine, the guy that was my best man. Yeah. I've been getting uh, uh, hookups to concert tickets from uh, KCAL, local radio station, because mm-hmm. he's a DJ there. And I'm just I'm just gonna make this one quick because this is funny. So I ended up going to this uh, at the gates concert. Basically, they're like a Swedish death metal band. Yeah. And they're like celebrating the anniversary of one of their albums, so they played it in its entirety. And they had a couple bands opening up for them. And I ended up. Have you been to the Glass House? Yes. So you know how they have the balcony upstairs. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got there, I'm like, I'm gonna go see if I can get hug that rail at the balcony because I'm not gonna be in like with the the crowd at the bottom and getting the, caught up in the mosh pit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I also know that the, they, they have like t- t- taped lines on the floor taped and the security fucking enforces those tape lines. Like, you know, you're in prison. Like if you step out of the line, they'll fall, come up behind you, get in the line, get in the line. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm up there and I end up next to this father and son tandem. The, the son's like 23, 24. The dad's like almost pushing 60. Like he's like 50. I think he said how old he was like 56 or 58. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time, man, like these bands, I'm not like, oh man, these are amazing bands. I mean, I'll, cause at some point I left early a, because I planned on going to work the next day on Friday. Cause it was a Thursday show. Yeah. And I at least wanted to get an hour of sleep before going to work. But they all, at some point, everything, every song sounded the same live versus like the albums. I, I kind of picked up a couple of their albums to see what they sounded like. Um, but like between, you know, the whole time he was like, oh man, these guys, they're no, they're no Iron Maiden. Are they, they're no black sabbath this this guitarist is no this guy and the singer's not you know um oh, what the fuck is his name the guy that um he like basically he i rob halford that's his name rob halford he's the my he's the guy that popularized the whole like black leather for metalheads look yeah and then when they asked him about it later he said that he picked up all his like out- outfits from like the gay bondage stores in england <laughs> Because he was, like, super gay, but nobody knew, like, at the time. Because that was back when, like, being gay was still, like, illegal. <laughs> still illegal. <laughs> and so, but, like, yeah, like, so all these metalheads would show up to concerts wearing, like, leather and shit. Leather pants, leather jackets. Because they wanted to be cool like Rob Halford. Without realizing that uh, everything he bought was from gay bondage stores. But anyways, yeah, so it was just funny, man. The whole time, the guy's like, oh, man, this is no Geezer Butler, the bassist for uh, Black Sabbath. This is no, he's no... Rob Halford. And I'm like, dude, first of all, there's a reason why these guys are playing the glass house on a Thursday night, opening for a band playing the glass house on a Thursday night and not playing like, you know, the Staples center or an arena or Dodger stadium. And second of all, fucking different genres of music. Like you can't compare the two. (laughs) That'd be like going to watch like, um, Skrillex show. And it's like, Oh man, this guy's no, uh, you know, music aficionado on guitar and it's like dude he's a fucking dj pushing buttons like and then he asked me and then i come to find out like through interactions with other people he was asking other people because his son wanted to jump in the mosh pit he's like should i be concerned that my son wants to be down there and i was like nah dude he's into the music he's like 23 years old fucking let him have fun and he's like yeah yeah i should and then he, the guy behind me was like, he asked the same question, and he basically we both had the same answer. It's like, yeah, we'd be down there too if we weren't old, because <laughs> we were down there before. But it's like, yeah, the mo- like I don't know what you like, what concerts you went to, because he had like a Scorpion shirt on from like a while ago, and it's like, yeah, Scorpions aren't a mosh pit band. No, no, no. 
<laughs> but yeah, your son's your son's not like like being in the mosh pit isn't like your son's doing heroin. You don't have to worry about it. It's <laughs> he's just down there having fun. Let him have his fun. But yeah, that was my experience at the you know, and then I saw I took my niece to go see Silverstein with a couple bands. Mm. Um, there's one band, Unity TX, because they're from Texas. Um, it was like a mix of like metal and rap. It was pretty cool. Um, and then they had another band. I cannot remember for the life of their name, but they're from England. First tour in the U.S. My niece liked them, so we bought I bought her a shirt for them. Um, and then the co-headliners were um, um, Amity Affliction, like Amity Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, screamo band for just been around for a while, and the headliners were a uh, Silverstein. Which my wife, my wife, not my wife, my niece, uh, again, like we saw them before they opened for a band, and uh, she's like, Yeah, I'm not a big fan of these guys. Like, their band music is cool, but the lead singer, his voice is a little annoying. So she's like, Probably through the set, she's like, I'm gonna, she's like, Let's go look at the merchandise and we can go home. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah man it's it is fun taking my niece to concerts yeah. letting her exp- exposing her to new music and letting her uh just uh be herself do her thing because her family her family listens to country only pretty much ew yes so yeah i think i heard like one of the worst country songs in my life over this weekend i just want to shoot myself so it was worse than like the song I, I can't even remember. I tuned it. I've tuned it out. It was like worse than singing about your trailer, your tractor. <laughs> like there's that comedian, Bo Burnham, that basically like is like calls out the, the hypocrisy and hilarity in today's modern country music where it's like, it's like, yeah, they all play this chord. And so he plays, starts playing stuff. And it's like, they all sing about, I got a big truck, got a hot wife. She sits in the passenger seat where she belongs. <laughs> I love America because I'm American. <laughs> but yeah, like if you go on the YouTubes and Google like Bo Country, Bo uh, Burnham Country, I think I'll send it to her Discord. <laughs> you should join our. You should join our Discord if you at this point if you're listening still our drunken fucking ramblings, or at least my drunken ramblings. <laughs> Pretty sure Sean's not. Sean's not drunk. He's not drinking. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's drank all of his as much of his stout as I've drank of my barley wine. No, you're 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 uh, you're quicker than me. <laughs> That's what she said. But she was more disappointed than you were when you said it. <laughs> she wasn't laughing. It's not a joke. You're a monster. Well, I gotta post that again. I posted it in the stories. I don't think anybody joined, uh, but I gotta do it again. Gotcha. Actually, I knew what. Maybe I thought about posting it in the stories and didn't. I don't remember. Mm. It was a long time. I did post. You might get some more followers on the Twitters, though. I did post that in our stories while we were uh, you were telling the stories about your uh, adventures. Yay! Adventure time! But you should be sure to follow us on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play as well. Those are some magical places. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, maybe some Twitter. Hit the, hit the Discord. Hit untapped because Danny like likes to use untapped. Yes, <laughs> untapped Discord. All those fabulous places. Ugh. Oh, I did actually. I did post it on Discord. I did post the Discord, and I also changed the settings to where the link was uh, never expired because the default was like after a week. Yes. Like if you invite people. 
So well, I, said, I changed it to never. Yeah. Well, every time you go in there and you create a link, you could change the time. So, like, if you go back in there right now, right now, it'll, it'll be defaulted right now, right back now? to seven days because okay. you're creating a new link. But, yeah, the link that you created will never expire. So, boom. The more you know. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Stop with the final countdown, dude. We're going to get sued. I think you did enough. I think you stopped soon enough. Like, I think it's like, what, five seconds or seven seconds or yeah. something? Just do like. <laughs> like, name that tune. I can name the song and run it. <laughs> oh, all right, everybody. See you next time.